0: Joining us on today with Marilyn and Sarah. Oh my goodness. God has great, amazing things for you. And I was praying about our time together and uh, God dropped a verse in my heart to encourage you. And it's in Jeremiah 33, three. I love this verse. And it says, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and mighty things which you don't know. And you and I, we don't know everything, but there's a lot of great and mighty things that God can reveal and share with us if we call to God. So why don't you get on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that God would reveal these things to you, the great and mighty things that he has for you. If you need healing in your body, you have financial needs. Sometimes we have family stuff that goes on. Whatever your need is, we'd love to pray for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. It's a great privilege and an honor for us to get to pray for you and see the great and mighty things that God has in store for you as well. And Mom, we have a totally cool guest with us today. Yes, we do. Totally cool.
1: We have one of my favorite guests. Absolutely. And we have Joan Hunter with us. But Joan is really like a spiritual daughter to me because I've known her over 40 years. Her mother, uh, Frances Hunter, is my best friend. I miss her. But I have Joan. And I'm so proud of Joan and her family and what God has done in really a terrible situation and circumstance. But Joan moves in the miraculous she moves mountains. She gets what's on the other side of the mountain. And she's an author. Her books are wonderful. I love her books because they pull you up out of the pit and put you where you need to be, seated at the right hand of Jesus Christ. So Joan, share with us because we're talking about not only receiving miracles, but also
2: maintaining Yes, and it's very, very important that, you know, to maintain your healing. So many times that I've heard that people come to a services, and sometimes mine, and they'll wake up the next morning and they'll the pain will be back. And they're going, oh, I guess I wasn't healed last night. And they just succumb to the lying symptom or to the thought of the pain, you know, or whatever. And it may not really be pain. It may just be the soreness from where the pain was. And so then they invite it to come back. And then sometimes people will say, you know, the doctors, number number one, will say, you know, we can't do anything else for you. You're going to have to learn to live with the pain. And it's like, I hate that statement. But unfortunately, people have to learn to live with the pain. And I recently prayed for a lady. She came to service and she said, I feel no heat or no pain in my body. And and I'm thinking, okay, like if you put your hand on a stove and it burned your hand, you would not feel it." She goes, absolutely not. And I'm like, wow, you know, and, and it's, it's kind of cool that she wouldn't get really too hot or if it, you know, if she touched something like that, it wouldn't hurt. But then of course, if it doesn't hurt, if it does hurt, you know to pull it off. Right. And I thought, I was looking at her and I was ministering and I said, you have obviously been through so much pain in your life that you have totally, because our mind can do that because, you know, you're going to have to learn to live with the pain. She has totally suppressed every bit of pain because she doesn't want her heart to be hurt anymore. It had been so hurt and so damaged and so forth and so on. She's like, in order to survive, I have to separate myself from pain. And she got healed to the point where you could just touch her and, ooh, You know, she could feel that again and she could feel just a little prick of a fingernail that she had never felt before because God healed her heart.
0: But some people who are watching today have that exact same struggle. Absolutely. I mean, there are people watching and joining us now that they've had so much pain in their heart, whether that's through divorce or loss of a of a baby or a loved one, all kinds of, and all kinds of physical pain, all kinds of family stuff from their parents and, and abandonment and all that. So I just encourage you, if you're struggling with pain and you say, I just can't feel anymore, get on the phone. We want to pray for you. Get on the website, leave your prayer request there. We want to pray for you that God would absolutely reach in, touch your heart, touch that pain and help you to feel again. But not just the problem with not feeling pain
2: is the flip side of it too. You don't feel joy. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you're so guarded and you're afraid to even ex- experience or invite emotions in, good or bad, because you have just been so incredibly hurt. And that's what, you know, and God, you know, God wants to heal you. And I told her, I prayed for her heart, prayed for the trauma to go. And I said, now I'm just going to tell you, you're going to get hurt again. Because I'm not going to tell anybody that I'm never going to get no. hurt. Because when you love, hurt comes with that. Right. And if you don't love, then it doesn't hurt okay? And so, uh, and I didn't, want her, I didn't want her to think that she would never get hurt again. But we put up a wall so that we won't ever get hurt again. And in that wall, we can't ever really love or be loved. And what God wants to do is He totally wants to heal you of that pain. And, and then in addition to that, where like if you fall and you hurt your shoulder and people pray for your shoulder and, you know, and then they get healed. And, but it's not a hundred percent all the pain's not gone. And so this it teaches you about the trauma and the cellular memory of that affecting the shoulder. So when we go in and we pray for that, then it totally completely, you know, releases itself. So and, <clears throat> Jesus makes us whole.
1: Yes. It's wholeness of healing. Absolutely. Spirit, soul, and body. Absolutely.
2: But He wants us whole and anything that triggers that pain, He wants it to go. Now, that can be emotional and it can be, you know, stressful. It can be uh, something physical. And, you know, and it's like, if I touch you here and you, you know, through when you were a child, you were hit here by a parent and abused here, then even my touch would hurt. And that needs to go away. And this, the and the teachings that I do teach you how to walk out that healing and not just like walk it out for the rest of your life, you know. And they told me that when I went through hell 14, 15 years ago, I would never get over it. Well, I'm so over it, I wrote books so that people can get over it. And But people will tell you there is no hope because doctors can't tell you. Uh, they can't help you. And, and it's really kind of neat because like, you know, if you like a doctor, You'll go, oh, go see, you know, Dr. Hickey, you know, that type of thing. Obviously, meaning the the regular doctors. And uh, go see Dr. Smith. And, and, but I have doctors that refer me. You know, I've done everything I can do. Now you need to go see Joan. You know, whether it's in Texas, whether it's in Arizona. And the key is in the emotional side, the trauma, the betrayal, the stress and things like that. And then they can get the rest of the way completely healed, which is great.
1: And you know, I think some of you, you feel like you've been betrayed by God, you know, because you say, I don't know why I have this. I don't know why I don't get healed. But we do want you to call in for prayer because we love to pray miracles for you. And Joan, as I said, she is one of the best guests we ever have because she doesn't just talk about them. She ministers them.
2: Yes, it's not just talk. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the Word made flesh. Right. And sometimes people will come in and they'll have a digestive problem. And then you pray anything from acid reflux, hernia, IBS, Crohn's disease, different things like that. And, you know, and you pray for them and then they can go home and, whoo, whirlwind of a home and stress and trauma, financial problems, different things like that. And all this stuff is going on. And it's like, and they can go back into that, pick it all up and then eventually it will wear out their sphincter muscle and their esophagus and, and as acid reflex will come back because of the stressful situations. And it's not just getting healed, but we need to walk out the healing and really, really walk it out and and not allow that stress to to target us to bring any sickness on us or to bring any sickness back on us.
0: That's really good. It is, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
1: And I, Sarah, I believe stress is... Really, the basis of all sickness, hmm. because when you look up Jehovah Rapha, it has to do with rest. you know we see the Lord is our healer, but is also at the root of it is rest, So stress is a big key here.
2: it is. And trauma comes in, and then, it, and then it can produce stress, or stress can come all by itself, which is traumatic. And then it produces a stress hormone. Well, the only way to destroy or eat the stress hormone, so to speak, is with endorphins, which is laughter and things like that. And, but too many people are stressed. Stress right now is the number one killer of people because stress, stress over finances, can cause people to commit suicide. Sure. You know, and and headaches and migraines and stomach and digestive problems because of the stress and the worry of finances and also the stress of the family situation. And the stress of if you listen too much to the news and, you know, everything going on around here and we can allow the things of the world to come in and fear comes in and then you hear the news and fear comes in more and then fear brings on more stress and more stress and more stress. And then as our children are growing up in the society that they're growing up in today, then that can bring on more stress and then, you know, and then you've got this cycle going on and it's like, you know, God, I can't fix my situation but I know you can. So I lay that on your altar. I release it to you. Father, I can't fix my children. I lay them on your altar. I can't fix my finances. I lay them on the altar. Let God take care of them. And then you have Jehovah Rapha, you know, and, and it's time that we rest. Right. That we rest in Him. And when we rest in Him, we will have that true peace in us. And when we have that true peace in us, we're no longer magnets to sickness. True. True. And we've got to become we've got to demagnetize ourselves to sickness. And we've we've got to, we've we've gotta do that. And you think, well, that'll never happen. Well, number one, you just said it'll never happen, so it won't. So you've cursed yourself with the power of your words, you know. And and if anybody knows the power of your words, it's you guys. Because there is so much power in the Word of God, confessing the Word of God, saying these things that I'm the head, not the tail, above and not beneath. Everything I put my hand to do shall prosper. blessings of God are running and overtaking me. My God's going to take care of my needs. You know, He's going to shower me down with blessings. As I take delight in Him, He's going to give me desires of my heart. And I'm just rattling off a lot of the different scriptures. But that's the truth. The news is not the truth. That's the truth. The Bible is the truth. And if we keep those scriptures in front of us instead of, well, that'll never work for me, you know, and have the the word going in us instead of the news going in us, it's amazing what will happen. And the stress hormones will die because there's nothing feeding them. (laughs) Hallelujah.
1: This is so good. And I want, I especially feel that some of you are so stressed over your children and grandchildren. Would you call us for prayer? Because I'm telling you, I think children can stress us and (laughs) really, it's a big deal. And so that stress also can affect you really emotionally, physically, all those ways. So please call us for prayer. Now listen, we're coming to the best part. So stay right there. Joan, Sarah, and I will be right back with you. And I believe today is your miracle
3: day. Hold on to your blessing. Learn how to maintain the miracles you receive in every area of your life. In Joan Hunter's new book, Miracle Maintenance, How to Receive and Keep God's Blessings, you will learn the difference between taking and receiving. Build your confidence in God's miraculous provision. Understand how to position yourself to receive God's gifts. Become aware of hindrances to receiving. Discover the secrets to keeping the blessings you receive. You will change the way you think. See renewed vision and live with the heartbeat of God. For your gift of $35 or more, we will send you Joan's new book, along with Marilyn and Sarah's A Mindset for Miracles CD which will take you on a tour of the Bible's Most Remarkable Miracles, showing you how to adopt the same type of thinking that makes those same kinds of supernatural breakthroughs possible in your life today. And as an added blessing, we will also send you their Renew Your Mind booklet. Take a journey of revelation as you learn to cultivate miracle thinking. Call or click today.
4: In parts of Asia, babies and toddlers growing up in the sex industry do not have safe childhoods. Instead, they are left on the streets, abused and neglected while their mothers work. They have nowhere safe to go. You can change this. Nightcare provides a safe place for these babies and toddlers where they are loved and cared for. Every night at the center, they are given a nutritious meal, toys to play with, and a safe place to sleep. Help us provide safe childhoods for these babies and toddlers. Help us protect babies and toddlers from the horrors of the sex industry. $38 protects one baby for one month. Donate now by calling 888-985-2000.
0: We're so glad that you're watching today with Marilyn and Sarah. And we're totally thrilled to have Joan Hunter with us. And Joan, you have a new book out called Miracle Maintenance, How to Receive and Keep God's blessings. Yes. So not just get a miracle, but maintain and see God's uh, continued miracle sustained in your life. Talk to us about an example. Do you have an example in the book about what that looks like? Somebody gets lots, healed and then they I, have lots of examples
2: of different things of of what had happened uh, to different people and so forth. And fairly recently I had somebody come in and Uh, This is actually about a year ago, and so she came in, and I said, what's wrong with, you know, what's wrong with your neck, word of knowledge, and, you know, she says, I'm thinking car accident, whatever, and she says, well, my husband, now ex-husband, took her and grabbed her by the neck and hit her across the room, slammed her in the wall, took her in, was shaking her, and, you know, repetitively banging her head against the wall, which totally affected her neck and her shoulder area. And uh, through prayer, you know, I mean, just instantly, totally healed. It was absolutely glorious. Praise God. She, for, you know, got sent free where her husband is concerned. And then the next morning she wakes up and she couldn't even lift her arm. She couldn't do anything. She had to take her arm and get it like over on the side of the bed to even roll over. And it was, it was like paralyzed, but it was paralyzed in pain and her neck. And she's like, God, I was healed last night. What happened? And right there is on a full screen. She saw her, her her ex-mother-in-law and and uh, and she actually started growling in the bed at that picture of her mother-in-law because of the pain that her mother-in-law had inflicted on the marriage and she blamed her mother-in-law for the way he came out and the abusive way that he was and blamed her that if she had been a better mother you know you know 40 50 years old he knows better than that you know but um but anyway so she says okay I know I need to forgive her. So she just said, you know, I know that what she did was wrong and will always be wrong, but I'm going to choose this day to forgive her. I ask you to separate that sin and all that junk that she did, separate it from her, put it on the cross, never to be held against her again. I choose this day to release her, and in releasing her, I'm being released. And so she said, thank you, Jesus, and went, whoop, got out of bed, no problem. And and over a year Year ago, absolutely not a problem whatsoever.
0: Wow, and I love in your book how you talk about you speak to how Jesus heals. I love chapters three and four, Jesus miracles then, back in the day, mm-hmm. and then Jesus miracles today. But this this book, you break it into five parts: uh, conditions for receiving, preparing to receive. Hindrances, removing the hindrances from receiving healing and miracles. Which is obviously
2: unforgiveness. Yep,
0: and and I think you have a couple other chapters in there that talk about fear and some of that. But then also conditions for maintaining. This is a great, (laughs) this is a really great book. You need to hop on the phone, get on the website. I'd say order at least three because you have lots of friends that you want to pass these out to. Plus, Joan, can a person go through this in a small group?
2: Absolutely. Chapter by chapter. And uh, people have actually got it. And for a Bible study and they'll get, they'll get together and the women will get together or men will get together and they'll go through it. And it's like, you know, this isn't just going to help me today, but it will also help me in the future. But it will also help me minister to other people Mm -hmm. and help them get their healing. Because, and I know that you've experienced this, that you go to a church and they're sitting there going, okay, we'll see what they have to offer. You know, and their arms are crossed, but it's really neat because you can see them, you know, kind of unfold their arms and really get into the teaching that we do. And, and that's awesome. But there are some people that are bound and determined no matter what, they're not going to expect anything. And so, and, and it can actually, you know, fill in a church area. You can go into churches and they're like, whoa, and they're like so excited. And their level of expectancy is so up there that miracles are happening, miracles are happening, miracles are happening. But God can also override that if you don't expect it. It's like, You know, everybody's prayed for me and, but you know, I know I'm not going to get healed when you pray for me, but if you want to, you can pray for me. And I'm like, what kind of level of expectancy is that? (laughs) You know, you need to get at a level of expectancy that God wants to heal you. Absolutely. You have a chapter on here. I do. Of expectancy. And and we've got to get to the level of that we need to, we need to prepare ourselves to expect God to heal us. Number one. Number two, this is an amazing thing that people don't feel that they're worthy to be healed. Right, You know, that that there's enough healing for the two of you, but not for me. And it's like, no, there's provision for everybody's healing. I don't want to waste one of his stripes. I want everybody healed. There is not a condition that God can't heal. And so people need to hear that, you know, that there is not a condition, sickness, mental, emotional, whatever, that God cannot heal.
1: And some of you watching, you're thinking, yeah, that name's me. And I've said this many times, expect nothing in particular, get nothing in particular. Expect something specific in particular from God and watch what He does in particular. So I love this book. I love Joan. I love your mother and father. And I'm telling you, there are some books we need to feed our faith on. We've got enough doubt and unbelief. So call in, get the book. And I like to give gifts that really change people. Flowers wilt, candy makes them fat, but you get them into faith words and get them into this book, Miracle Maintenance, How to Receive, How to Hold On. And I'm telling you, you'll change people's lives. And I like this too. I like to underline books when I read them because there are certain truths that stand out to me. And so as you read and underline, it begins to get inside your
0: heart and changes you. I
1: love this book. It is
0: Great, And I like, I really, really like how you start off at the very beginning, preparing to receive rules of exchange, the giver of all good, give, giver of all good things, Jesus miracles then and today, because that really settles us zeroed right into the Bible. Mm -hmm. What does the Bible say about
2: healing, about blessings? And that's got to be ground zero, right? And it's a very basic, easy to understand book. And it's like, well, I've been saved for 40 years and I don't need a book like that. Yeah, you do. Because (laughs) number one, there's a lot of things that we've missed in the process of growing up uh, spiritually. And number two is that this is going to help you be able to minister to others that need their own healing.
0: Right. And the other thing, too, I say is um, we don't know everything. You know, like you just said, there's a lot of things that we've missed. But I think, too, sometimes we forget stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I find myself, it's interesting. I find myself 20, 30 years now after an experience I had in the past, remembering some of that stuff and, oh yeah, I remember when, and I had forgotten it. And so a lot of times when you read a book like this, it'll jog your memory. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I remember, oh, and it stirs up some of that uh, faith again in your heart. So pick up the phone, get on the website, grab a couple of these. it will be a great resource in your life. And also to remind you, Um, of the goodness of God because I think sometimes if we forget God's goodness in our life then we lose hope for the present and for the future Mm -hmm. and if we think about okay look at what God has done look at God's faithfulness look at take an inventory of God's work in my life today what he's done in the past and this and this and this then how can I not have hope in the future that God's gonna continue to be engaged in my daily living and that helps
2: build faith and maintenance for the miracles that God has for us Mm -hmm. And I think that's is very true because we've got to um, we've got to get the basics, and too many times the basics are overlooked. And I've been in the healing ministry for over 43 years, so I really know the healing ministry. And you know, it's like they say, by the, like the back of your hand. Actually, I know it a whole lot better than the back of my hand. And 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 so in here is just the keys to get your healing, to get your complete healing, to get your wholeness. You know, the woman with the issue of blood, which talks in there about the uh, determination, she had to be determined against all odds for her to get her healing. We've got to be determined. We've got to be determined. And uh, and it's just such a basic teaching on how to walk out your healing. I like it because
1: I think Many times we think we know everything, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And I've read all the books on healing, heard all the people, love to minister healing myself. But there are some fresh things in mm-hmm. here. And I don't know, maybe you just need to be reminded too. You know, I want you to get the book. And I like to feed my faith. And so I may know a lot of this, but it helps reaffirm it in my life, keep it cooking. And then I know just like in a freshness when you read a book, how to minister to other people. And so I love miracle maintenance and how to receive miracles because Jesus didn't save us to have a normal life. He saved us to have abundant life. This book will help you to receive the abundances of the life Jesus has for you. It's very important
0: you know, I think, Mom, all of us can think of people that need miracles and healing in their oh, life. Yeah. I mean, I can think of people my kids go to school with, you know, mm-hmm. here and there, people you work with, people that's in your own school, all kinds of, of people. And really, this is a great gift. A totally great, a great gift. gift. So hop on the phone, get on the website and uh, all the people you can think of, oh, that one needs, oh, how about my mother-in-law, da, 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 all kinds of people. So be a blessing, be a blessing in other people's life, not just receiving your own blessing, but also continuing perpetuating the blessing of God in our lives to other people as well. So hop on the phone, get on the website, grab your book today.
3: Hold on to your blessing. Learn how to maintain the miracles you receive in every area of your life. In Joan Hunter's new book, Miracle Maintenance, How to Receive and Keep God's Blessings, you will learn the difference between taking and receiving. Build your confidence in God's miraculous provision. Understand how to position yourself to receive God's gifts. Become aware of hindrances to receiving. Discover the secrets to keeping the blessings you receive. You will change the way you think, see renewed vision, and live with the heartbeat of God. For your gift of $35 or more, we will send you Joan's new book, along with Marilyn and Sarah's, A Mindset for Miracles CD which will take you on a tour of the Bible's most remarkable miracles, showing you how to adopt the same type of thinking that makes those same kinds of supernatural breakthroughs possible in your life today. And as an added blessing, we will also send you their Renew Your Mind booklet. Take a journey of revelation as you learn to cultivate miracle thinking. Call or click today.
5: Together, we are impacting thousands of lives with the truth, compassion, and power of God's Word. But there is still much more to be done.
1: Healing is the bread of the children. So today, I want you to eat some bread, bread of healing. Where do you need healing in your body? Let's believe God for that because it really is our bread. It was purchased in the atonement. So we need to claim what the Bible says we can have. So I'm going to ask you to put your hand on any area of your body that you need healing. I I love to pray for the sick. So put your hand, it's on your, you say, I have 10 things. Put your hand on top of your head. We'll just believe for everything. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I send the word into this body that heals it, delivers it from every destruction. And in Jesus' name, I speak wholeness. Amen. Now, I believe you've received, but you need to act in faith. Don't look for your sickness. Look for your miracle. And stand in faith for it. This is very important. Now, this is the way I stand. I not only stand for healing, but health. Because when I look at Jehovah Rapha, it has to do with health. And Moses received the revelation of that name. And he lived to 120. His eye didn't get dim. His natural force was not abated. Why? Because he knew that there was healing and health for him and he lived in it. So why don't you just call in right now and say, hey, I am believing for healing in my body. Name the place. Don't take a long time and say, I am believing for health. And maybe you have a loved one on your heart who needs healing or who needs health. Then give us those names and we're going to pray and just say, Marilyn told me to call in today for healing and health. And we're going to stand in faith and see great miracles.